It's a good thing this morning because Mr. Sheldon, our head of school, is going to be giving our chapel talk on his first day. And there's a passage of scripture that he's going to refer to, but I want to read it kind of in its entirety. This is from the book of 1 Corinthians. And this is one of those epistles, which is the fancy word for letter, letters that were written to those early followers of Jesus in those decades and centuries when they were getting started. And so this is St. Paul writing to those believers in the city of Corinth, which is modern day Turkey. This is what he says. The human body has many parts, but the many parts make up one whole body. And so it is with the body of Christ. Some of us are Jews and some are Gentiles, some are slaves and some are free, but we have all been baptized into one body by one spirit and we all share the same spirit. Yes, the body has many different parts, not just one part. If the foot says, I'm not a part of the body because I'm not a hand, that doesn't make it any less a part of the body. And if the ear says, I'm not a part of the body because I'm not an eye, would that make it any less a part of the body? If the whole body were an eye, how could you hear? Or if your whole body were an ear, how could you smell anything? But our bodies have many parts and God has put each part just where he wants it. How strange a body would be if it only had one part. Yes, there are many parts, but only one body. The eye can never say to the hand, I don't need you. And the head can never say to the foot, I don't need you. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Be to God. I think you all should give Mr. Sheldon a hand to get him up here into the podium. So when I was growing up, I used to hear my parents say things like, Imagine how boring the world would be if we were all the same. As I got older, I started to realize they were right. Lives would just be bland without the variety to spice them up. They would also be impossible. You see, strong communities understand and value this line of thought, and so do the scriptures. Father, uh, Tim, Sean, thank you for reading that scripture. Let me, I'm going to paraphrase. I'm not as good as he is at reading the exact text, but I'm going to paraphrase one part of it. 1 Corinthians 12, it says this, Just as the body, though one, has many parts, but all of its many parts form one body, so it is with Christ, whether Jews or Gentiles, slave or free. We were all given one spirit to drink. Even so, the body is not made up, of one part, but many. I had the honor this morning of getting to go to you all to the senior blessing. What a wonderful tribute to, a, to the variety of people that we have in the senior class. And I'm so excited for the year that you guys have in front of you. It's gonna be a great year. Juniors, you've got this to look forward to. It's really a fun event. And then we close out the year with the same thing. So when I was growing up, my given name was Oi Boi Bisai little long, but roughly translated into English, it meant the peacock bass. You see, when I was a baby and up until about age 11, I lived in Brazil and specifically in the Amazon in a region called Hondonha. We lived with and amongst the Murapirahã, a small nomadic group that would travel up and down the Humai Sea 
depending on where the fish, the fish were. As you can see from some of these pictures, you're gonna see a goofy looking guy in this one. Um, as you can see from some of these pictures, I looked very different from the friends I grew up with. I spoke a different language. I was considerably taller than my friends. Those boys on the right and left of me in the one picture were the exact same age. I sometimes ate food that they had never seen before. However, there was a bond. There was a bond where we were one people on the river trying to take care of the basic human needs of food and shelter. We loved playing together, chasing porpoises up and down the river, fishing, hunting, and just being normal kids like you guys do. However, we also had major disagreements. Those are piranhas that we caught. We used to eat piranha on a regular basis. It was a delicious fish. Um, but there were differences. My family, we worshiped in the Judeo-Christian faith. They worshiped the spirits. I remember one time, my mom and dad wanted to witness the calling of the spirits, and so they went to one of the seances. But unfortunately, they could not call the spirits. And the, the Murapirahana said, you guys have to leave. You're different than us. You're not like us. And so they left, and they blamed my father for not being able to call the spirits. Another example was in the way that the Murapirahana would take a spouse. See, a man would simply take a young teenage girl who was about the age of puberty, up the river for a couple of days, and when they got back, they were man and wife. They knew that my sister was not to be a part of this ritual, a major disagreement between our beliefs and the Murapirahans. Yes, we were very different, and yet we lived in complete harmony because we focused on things we shared in common. Things like hunting, fishing, gathering, playing, singing, and dancing. We learned to respect the many ways that we were different by sitting and listening and then agreeing that it was okay to be different. We didn't try to change them, nor did they try to change us. No, we just respected our differences. This year, we will have many opportunities where we don't agree with each other, and that's okay. Right now, we are asking every one of us to mask when inside, vaccinated or not because we feel like it's the safest thing to do. And I know that this may feel unfair to some of you. Many of you have been vaccinated, and yet you're still being asked to wear a mask inside. And I wanna say thank you. Thank you for being willing to do that because we believe it's what's safest for us as a community. At some point this year, as the virus conditions improve, we will look for opportunities to pivot to a more mask optional approach. Or if it gets worse, we may have to temporarily go remote for a short period of time. None of us know for sure what the year ahead holds for us, but I have faith that we can and we will do it together. The Murapiraha have a word. The word is What that means to the Murapiraha is community. Said more literally, it meant he, she, I, we together, empathetically. Let me say that again. He, she, I, we together, empathetically. Those are powerful words. I ask that this year we find ways to we together. Let's not focus on our differences, but let's find the many ways that we're one community 
the Cassidy community. Like the body, we are each unique, and together we combine to make this rich fabric we call Cassidy School. One way that we can show this unity is not to judge each other as either right or wrong. Let's not get mad at someone who keeps their mask on when we may not have to. Let's not ask each other if we're vaccinated or not. Let's not allow ourselves to be reduced to a binary. That you must be liberal or conservative, right or wrong, masked or unmasked, vaccinated or unvaccinated. When we, redu when we reduce our disagreements to a binary like this, we miss so much of the gray matter in between. And this is the matter that holds us strongly together. It's not the polar extremes. It's the matter between that holds us together. The Mudapiraha were not perfect by any stretch of the imagination. They had disagreements, and when they did, they would just sit. They would sit and they would say this, Let's not try to change each other. Let's find times to just sit with each other and show solidarity, understanding, and compassion. So can we learn from my hunter and gatherer friends? Can we agree that we will not always agree with each other? Yes, I think we can. So when we find ourselves judging each other this year, let's stop. Let's remember, let's sit empathetically with each other, listening, valuing, and showing that we care for one another. Philippians 4, 8, and 9, I'm gonna paraphrase this. I think I lost it, okay. So the paraphrased Philippians 4, 8, and 9 says this. Here is my last piece of advice. If you believe in goodness, fix your minds on things which are holy, right, and good. Model your conduct on what I have told you and specifically what I've shown you. And you will find the God of peace will be with you always. So if you believe, freshmen and sophomore, if you believe in goodness, juniors and seniors, if you believe in goodness, Let's think mercifully about all whose opinions and views are different than ours. When you do this, I promise, despite the challenges of the times, we will have a great year. Thank you and welcome back. <laughs>